the blood coming out your cock. Yeah, how we laugh at your horrific medical misfortune. We laughed so hard, Nat. She's still laughing, imagining you hemorrhaging from your penis. Yeah. The, did, uh, did it stain your costume? Were you standing on stage it, with a with a big circle? They would, the trousers were black trousers, so it was fine. Oh I could feel God. that. It, so I assume you could have like yes, you could have snipped off the end of a cotton bud to make a little yeah. tiny penile tampon. <laughs> I was quite glad it wasn't like a twenties fast. Oh. I was in white trousers off to play tennis or something. That was. Oh my God. I still think you should have just pulled it out and said, <laughs> "Not just my heart, you broke." <laughs> Um, the actually, while we're on that topic, I, I, mm. I suddenly thought of uh, the, the time I was in the most pain on stage, um, mm. which was I had to do a song for the Now show mm. and I had busted my shoulder and I had frozen shoulder, which I don't know if Ooh. you've ever had, but it's, mm. yeah, it's nasty. excruciating. Mm. Like I couldn't move my arm, not a, mm. not a centimetre without mm. kind of going, ah! <laughs> and so I was off my head on Tramadol on stage, sort of burbling like, hello, oh. hey, gang. <laughs> I told you Hugh Dennis is my dirty crush. Oh, he's everyone's dirty crush. It's not original. I, I'm, I'm not aiming to be original. It's just my clitoris got swollen when I looked at him. I couldn't help it, Your Honour. Mine Honor. too. <laughs> Christ on a bike. Did blood come out of it? <laughs> no. Then you weren't really aroused. Nat knows what it's like but to be truly. I'm taking us to. No, we haven't started. What are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> I've got some hungry kids. Ooh, I've got a naughty letter. Welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where blood comes out of our genitalia uh, while we regale you with stories. No, that was a long time ago. Uh, with, uh, stories of things that occurred on this day in history that we're smashing together. Yes, he's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Tapley. And today, my undercrackers are free from blood. Joining Yay! us to examine them is Elizabeth Michael Roper. Hello, Lizzie. How are you? Oh, here we go. Gone. The internet on Guernsey is as I mean, it says by her name, it says connected, but I don't feel emotionally (laughs) like she's, you know what I mean? She checked out a while ago. (laughs) Which one of us do you think checked out first? That's a fun game. (laughs) I think it happened roughly simultaneously for everyone. Day nine. Yeah. So November the 12th, 2019. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I blame COVID. Um, Yeah. Well, it has made it less fun to record because we used to sort of get together and bash. Hello, yeah, hello. it was fun. All right, all right hello. it's okay. Hello. Stay calm. We filled. I panicked. I panicked. What happened yeah, there? I can tell because you swore, and now I've got to blooming do my marker. Blooming do you blooming marker? Oh god, it's so loud. Oh, do I have to do it again? Thank God. <laughs> it's still a bad connection. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take this <laughs> Fifth of October. Up. I feel like Joe uh, Biden. Nineteen twenty-four. Uh, 
It was a general election campaign. It was a very exciting election campaign in 1924. The Labour Party had formed a minority government at the beginning of the year um, and had done such exciting and erotic things as recognising the USSR as a country that existed and doing a trade deal with them. And the Conservatives were very unhappy about that. Um, and because it was a minority government by October, they had to uh, have a general election. And four days before the general election, where there was everything to play for, the Daily Mail published a letter which purported to be from Grigory Zinoviev, who was a Soviet official, saying, Oh, I hope the Labour Party get in. That'll be much better for us. And there'll probably be a worldwide revolution if that happens. Oh, wouldn't that be brilliant? Mm. Um and the Mail said, look, look, the Soviets want Labour to win. That would be terrible. We don't want a revolution, do we? Uh, and four days later, the Conservatives won. Everyone was very cross about the letter because, of course, the letter was a forgery. Ramsay MacDonald had said, that's a forgery. He doesn't write me lovely letters. Uh, and Zinoviev came out and said, that is forgery. I don't even know how to spell any of these words. And uh, also, I would write in <laughs> Russian. And you have used the wrong name for the committee I run, so there. But we all ignored it. And, they, and there were many arguments for many, many years, um, even up until the 90s. 1990s, Robin Cook tried to have an investigation into who had done this forgery, who had forged this letter, which had swung the 1924 election, which probably didn't swing it. Um, it was, um, and they worked out now, it was probably exiled Russians living in Germany, monarchist Russians living in Germany, or Riga, we don't know which. Uh, it was either them, or it was MI5, who may have done it themselves and sort of leaked it to uh, the Daily um, Mail. It was certainly MI5 mm. who leaked it, we just don't know whether or not they came up with it to begin with. Anyway, arguments still go on today, but the one thing that continues to be true is the Daily Mail publishes lies. Don't believe what you read in the Daily Mail. That's yeah. my thing for today. So it was a rigged yeah. witch hunt, is that what you're saying? Yes. Cool. Well, um, I'd like to take you to the 25th of October 1984, and mm. the European Economic Community pledges Ooh. to donate £1.8 million pounds, uh, to help combat the famine in Ethiopia. Hmm. Uh, of course, it's not the first famine, but uh, this is the one that tr triggers Live Aid and Do They Know It's Christmas. So th this is a yeah. pretty momentous day. I, I think you'll agree. Yeah. Um, mm. The famine had been caused sort of by drought, but mm, kind of more... <laughs> sort of by the government. Yeah, more, more by civil war. Um, yeah. It was absolutely horrendous. Uh, now, some people say a million died. It was... It's disputed. It's anywhere between four hundred thousand and a million people, um, and it was uh, it was an absolutely terrible thing. And the problem was that uh, some people were sort of saying, "Don't send aid because it's just going to get taken by the uh, corrupt despots mm. who are kind of running those regions." So mm. uh, it was uh, it was a really difficult time. Um, and Mrs. Thatcher said that, didn't she? She said it'll just end up in the hands of the left-wingers. Yes, it'll like. just... It's really, really... Uh, and thank you for invoking that, because um, I don't know. Mm. I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, what was so great was that, uh, really, there was there was sort of consensus, mm. um, Europe-wide, and certainly, you know, with our government at the time, despite those comments by Margaret Thatcher, that, that leaving children <laughs> without meals... Mm. Children in in mm. extreme poverty and hardship, yeah. just wasn't something mm. permissible. It mm. just wasn't mm. something you could stand dispassionately by. They weren't blue sky thinkers back then, right? They hadn't right. then thought it through really. Okay, that was just if you give someone who's experiencing famine food, ah. they will then become dependent on that. But what yeah. they're going to do when they'll just, you they'll just how are they going to learn? They'll just famine it up all yeah. the time, wouldn't they? They will never learn the lesson we shouldn't be in a famine if you yeah. keep giving them food, Jake. 
Sorry. But they'll only spend it on drugs and alcohol, won't they? That's right. That's amazing, isn't it? I hope that's true. If anyone listening wants to swap uh, some MDMA for some Daily Lunchables, I've got loads. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's sort of, it's about as hopeful as it was on Swap Shop, you know, where you'd yeah. be, be like, I've got a broken yo-yo, I'll swap it for a working scale X-Trix. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, son. <laughs> a free lunch voucher. Have you got any heroin? Yes. Yeah. In no way quantity. <laughs> yeah. You've got half a pack of hobnobs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How much for a mini pepperami? <laughs> um, happy birthday to Charles Coughlin, Father Charles Coughlin, America's first real radio personality listened to by 30 million people in the 1930s. Just a shame he was a horrible anti-Semite and supported Hitler and Mussolini. Um, he was probably the first real celebrity of the radio age in America. He was a Catholic priest with his own radio show. Every week he would come on, he would tell people what to think, and it was usually horrible, horrible. In the end, his show was taken off the air um, during the war because he kept saying Hitler was brilliant, uh, so he stopped him doing it. Um, and he lived for another 30 years, just sitting quietly in Michigan, being horrible just to one congregation rather than to 30 million people every week. But he burnt in hell. Mm. I hope he did. Uh, happy death day to Sadako Sasaki, who was a resident of Hiroshima and who was bombed at the age of two in the large bombing of Hiroshima that we remember happening in 1945. She was blown out of the window of her house during that bomb. Her mother found her out in the garden. Uh, she was heavily irradiated but lived for another 10 years um, and in the last month of her life decided to make 1,000 origami cranes which are still available to you. You can see Sadako Sasaki's 1,000 origami cranes uh, in Japan if you care to go there. Hmm. Don't they get soggy? Probably. Yeah. Soggy cranes. Oh, <laughs> I was just thinking what, what a with poignant, the cranes? sad, soggy? beautiful story that was. Sorry. <laughs> You brought the word soggy into it. <laughs> soggy can be a poignant word. No, it can't. Look at Nat's penis. <laughs> soggy with blood. <laughs> That's poignant. Oh, it, yes, I forgot. That's, it's often called poignant. That's one of the most used adjectives <laughs> yes. when describing my penis. Poignant. Yes. Let into a better time. Lovely. Right, let's get down to it. 1924. Yes. 1924, the USSR, I've got a trade deal. There's a general erection. Everyone gets <laughs> jumescent and starts kissing each other. <laughs> Roman cook appears. Hey, I'm just a little guy in spinning image. I don't know what's going on. I wasn't even born in 1924. Get your hands off me. So what, do you mean, you, what, what, what do you mean? You, what, what, what? Extra, what, extra, what, read what, all about it. I go butter somebody to, else, kid. Whatever happened to Robin hey, Cook? Hmm? <laughs> what happened to Robin Cook? Is he still around? No, he died, didn't he? When did he die? Yeah, years ago. Was it in about 2001? No, it was just after the Iraq War started. It must be about 2003. He went, I don't approve of the Iraq War. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I'm very sorry, Robin Cook. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, 1984! He had a dungeon full of... (laughs) (laughs) 1984! Oh, oh, there's a famine in Ethiopia. It's awful. Yeah. Um, Mm. yeah. But it did get the quo back to number one, which was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can remember being in my geography A-level class and my, my mate turned to me and said, oh my God, have you heard? They're going to, like, George Michael and Boy George and, like, 
and the Boomtown Rats. And, we, yeah. and it was mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing because yeah. nobody had ever put all those groups together in one mm. room. So they yeah. just they didn't do it, did they? And now and, they do it all the time. And they had to do three whole chords, steps. C, F and yes. G. Yeah. Yes, it was very exciting. It's Christmas and F and there's no need to see afraid <laughs> at oh, Christmas well F. Okay. Didn't they recover? Did they cover it again? Oh, they loads did. of times. Yeah. Millions and a, billions and millions of times. There was a 25th, oh, there was certainly a 25th one. Yeah. And it was 20th because uh, that was during when I was doing the terrible, terrible Topical Sketch show and of course we did version of that of course you did oh, well done. and then there well was done. the live aid mini pops uh there was... <laughs> oh god really... um sorry i'm sniffing a lot it's really rude on a podcast i might as well be eating chicken yeah um... swapping it for cocaine probably with all that <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. if guernsey's known for one thing it's a propensity of class a drugs um mm, i think I think the points are going to have to go to Robert Cookton, USSR trade deal. What are you talking that. about? That's just a joke. <laughs> Why am I even bothering? Gee, get me out of here. I'm walking. I'm walking here. Wow. To see if we can I was trying to bring up, to you know, friend. a very important social governmental issue about child yeah, poverty. Yeah, but... You, know, you didn't care about this. Why don't you go and join all the... Go, go, all the dispassion. go on, Jacob Rees-Mogg. Go on, Jacob Rees-Mogg. Go on. Go on, Jacob Rees-Mogg. Go on. Touch it, Jacob Rees-Mogg. Are you I now officially the second most famous Jacob uh, in, in Britain? Jacob's Creek Crackers. Uh, <laughs> Jacob's Creek, yeah. No, I, I, I would think I'm probably like the 209th most famous uh, Jacob. Just like you're the 209th most famous. Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that's, that. That's I'm so sorry. <laughs> it just worked uh, as a joke. Um, Nathaniel, Jacob and Elizabeth, we sound like we should be on the prairie trail. Speaking yes. to Papa and bringing... Why, my dear Nathaniel, call. I do declare this may be the day we found our town. Where is Why Hezekiah? Jacob. We're eating Hezekiah. <laughs> oh, Mama's dead at the dropsy. <laughs> Finally. There's <laughs> some good eating, oh, Mama. <laughs> These beans are good. Where'd you get the... Be- oh, God. <laughs> if you're still listening, I would like to listen sorry. to more tomorrow. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Come back, man. Bye. Don't encourage Bye. us. Bye. Do. Bye.